Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Brennan. Today, we watched the 2007 epic movie. Um, this was a movie that was out in 2007. Yeah. It was in yeah. theaters, and it used to play a lot on HBO back when I had HBO, and I remember seeing pieces of it and liking it. I think I only watched it all the way through from beginning to end, like, once. But I saw it from about, like, the, the mm. halfway point or even beyond, like, three or four times. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't hold up. But anyway, that's, that's yeah. we're get, I'm getting ahead of myself here, so uh, let's just get started. All right. And, um, why don't you... <laughs> why don't I what? <laughs> why don't I what? Why don't you try to rein in this madness and tell us what epic movie was about. It was about nothing. It and was a series of just disjointed scenes that were cobbled together in a tenuous way in order to shoehorn jokes and references and pop culture into your face and in the laziest manner possible. So I think what Britain meant to say is that the movie starts out uh, with four orphans who are like 30 or 40 years old. Um, and they all find a golden ticket to Willy Wonka's. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and in Willy Wonka's torture dungeon, they find a... A, a wardrobe they, to Narnia. Y y oh, yeah, yeah. With a silent yeah. G, and they have to fight the white bitch. Which I, I think is a... Is that a reference to the white witch from, yes, uh... from, from Narnia. From, okay. Um, the movie has a... Has a star-studded cast. Well, it has people uh, who were popular in 2007. Yeah. Well, uh, well, so Cal Penn is the biggest name yeah. uh, at the time. Um, Jennifer Coolidge, which yeah. uh, at the time she was mainly known for like just dumb comedies and you know Stifler's Mom and stuff like that. But since then, has actually had probably the best career of all of them. Probably. Um, I don't know. Cal Penn has a has a pretty good career. That's true, but in this in this year of 2023, I think that Jennifer <laughs> Coolidge is more more in, popular in, in Cal Penn. In the large year of 2023. <laughs> yes. Um, and Crispin Glover is yeah doing a lot of dancing and stuff. He's yeah, in, I think we we determined that was probably the best cast part. Yeah, he uh, it was definitely a like they wanted him to play the creepy Willy Wonka, and boy howdy did he. He he knocked that out of the park. Uh, he mainly just danced through a lot of it. Yeah, well, that's that's that's, that's what his, he does. Yeah, yeah, that's his trademark creep. I I saw I saw Friday the Thirteenth, the last chapter. I know how <laughs> he can dance. He can. Well, he can do. He can move. <laughs> he. Oh, there's movement. There's 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 something there. Um. And yeah, you know, there's just bit parts here and there by like Daryl Hammond and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And but it's it's. It's not it's a good bedlam. movie. It is complete and utter, utter catastrophe. So, uh, man, where where do you start with something I, like this? Like it's, it, I, I, it's hard because uh, you know, there's there's nothing really to to there's nothing noteworthy. Like every once in a while, it'll hit it'll hit on a joke that is kind of funny. That'll make you kind of chuckle or, or, uh... If you laugh and if you chuckle in this movie, you instantly feel guilty. Yeah, you, you feel like they win, they won. <laughs> like, you, you, because this feels like a fight. 
<laughs> and if you if you laugh, that's that's like that's just that's like in a war that would have been a general died. <laughs> so, um, the best part of the movie to me, and the part that like I saw very early on, I liked it enough to like keep on Watch watching. The rest of it. Was um, Fred Willard as uh, Aslo or something? He's like the the yeah. lion guy. He's half man, half lion, and the guy just just has you know he he does his part. He does it admirably. Yeah, and his part is you know somewhat funny, and then that's it. There's no more joy to be had. No, no, there isn't. And it's it's not like it didn't have the acting talent to pull, to to pull it off either. Like it was just. It was clearly a, a situation where they had the budget, the money, the talent, and not the writing. Yeah, unfortunately, that is the big part of... Because this was a... Let's be honest. This was an epidemic in yeah. America. Oh, yeah, for a very there, long time. Like, there were just so many of these movies, like date movie, epic movie, <clears throat> disaster movie. Like, this was the last... Meet the Spartans. Yeah, this was the last one, I think. Mm. Or, no, 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 uh... What was it? What was it? Race movie? It, it was a it was a take on Fast and the Furious. Yeah, there was that. Um, this one was 2007, and then there was Disaster movie. I think the year after that, in 2008. Yeah. Uh, probably the superhero movie in like 2009 yeah. or 10. And then there was uh, <clears throat> then there was like the Hunger Games or the Starving Games, which thankfully was Ugh. I think just direct to Netflix, but. Um, I remember I put that on for 10 minutes and you told me, like, you weren't even watching the movie. 10 you were, minutes. You were getting ready for work and you were it like... It was 90 seconds. You were, yeah, that's right. You know, that's fair. 90 seconds in the movie, you said, turn this shit off now. <laughs> even though you weren't watching it, you were I, going to work. You, I wasn't watching... Yeah, I was putting on my boots to go to work. You were trying to save me. I know that. I get that now. <laughs> you were protecting me like a friend, but, uh... Yeah, sometimes... You didn't listen. Nope, nope. And it was awful. Uh, but... This was definitely... Uh, I can't even say this is when it started losing its appeal, or it's when, because they, oh, they were know. for years and years afterwards. Uh, I, I know exactly when it started losing a, its appeal with a not another teen movie, the first of the batch. Did they write that one? Uh, I'm guessing, because uh, it's... Because it looks like... Like, everything was... Not another teen movie, was just awful. I hated yeah, it. Yeah, that was bad. Um... And I've tried to go back and rewatch and be like, maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset and just never, it, it's never yeah. been. But I, you know, I think I might want to go back and rewatch it again. Oh, well, you do that alone. Because I've seen, we've seen, uh, there's been so much crap. Like, I, I honestly can't believe that not another teen movie was as bad or worse than this movie. You, you know the answer. You know the answer. We, we've watched that movie. I know, but this was before all of this stuff. Like, uh, I I watched Stan Helsing like three or four shit. times, and I hated it. And we went back and rewatched it because you couldn't believe it was as bad as I said it was. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. And that's the thing that that boggles my mind. I was like, when I had seen this, I was but a little baby. <laughs> I was still new to the world of bad movies, I guess. And I thought that this was just a rotten comedy. And it's not a good comedy. It's no. a bad movie, yeah. but man, oh man, the worst movie I've ever seen? Not even close. No. And that's the thing. This movie, epic movie, not even close to the worst movie I've seen. Uh, it's it's uh, tough. It, it's uh, not It's not in the top ten, 
but it can see it from where it lives. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it it might be an honorable mention. Yeah. Like I don't know if this is worse than Meet the Spartans or not. Uh, but it feels the same, so I can't even compare. Like, it. They like, all attend the same family reunion. It's like comparing apples to apples. Yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of the the problem because these are all written and directed by the same, like two guys. Probably two same two dipshits. And it's like you know what. I remember talking about it with a few of my friends, and when I got when I got back home from uh, from the military, and yeah, uh, I remember uh, uh, our, our buddy. Uh, I'm not going to name names. Uh, All right, I, I think he wants to be protected in this this yeah, case. Yeah, I would too. But um, he, uh, we'll just say Tecumseh was his name. <laughs> okay, so you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, that, yeah. that was my that was that was the guy's middle name. I'm not throwing a random name out there. Um, but anyway. He, uh, so if he's listening, yeah. he knows exactly who it is, but he attended, like, a, a, a meeting, or not a meeting, he attended, like, a, a, a seminar about, like, uh, movie making and things oh, okay. and Hollywood, you know, how, how, you know, people do it. And someone asked this movie maker the question, how many more of these shitty epic movies and disaster movies are they going to make? And the guy yeah. said, they're not going to stop until we stop them. They're not going to stop until people stop seeing them. Yeah. And unfortunately, the guy was right because... This was like if you don't remember the mid 2000s to yeah. early 2010s, like it was everywhere. These shitty movies would pop up like fucking roaches. And, and, and the thing was, is this this phenomenon lasted for years. The uh, the I would say uh, with the their last movie, I, what was it called? It was, Ra I don't know, race like rage like uh, you know, it was pretty much a parody of uh, Fast and the Furious. And 2015, the, yeah, came out. that's probably a 15 year plus, uh, <laughs> uh, a 15 year plus span where one of these movies was guaranteed to come out every year, and there was. There was multiple production companies, cause so there was ripoffs of ripoffs, mm -hmm. and each were, was the next layer down. It was turtles all the way down <laughs> to shit. And again, like not all of them, but ninety percent of them were the same two dipshits writing these. I'm like, I'm worried. Like, I wonder if these guys yeah. are gonna see this and hear it. But it's like, <clears throat> no, they they poison movies. Yeah. They poisoned the fine art of cinema for almost two decades, so they deserve to- they're probably crying into their checks right now. Yeah. <laughs> and all their, like, stacks of money, but, my- Wait, they're crying into their death, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's fair, I hope. If there's any justice in this world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think- how did I describe it earlier that they were the, uh, the movie equivalent of that guy that discovered uh, what was it? Chlorofluorocarbons oh, and, yeah. uh, uh, and, uh, like, uh, leaded gasoline and stuff. Like, all these horrific things that just ruin the environment. Like, yeah, th this is, that, I can see that. That is definitely the equivalent because this guy took, or these two guys took, yeah. took a regular, normal, everyday medium, like, filmmaking, which wasn't always great. It has its highs and it has its lows. Yeah. But, it poisoned the well for a while. Like you could not escape commercials or advertisements. Or I guess that's also a commercial, but you could yeah. not escape the flipping through the channels and being like, "Oh, what's this? This looks bright and colorful." Ah, oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, to put it into perspective, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, to put it into perspective, before the, these series of movies started coming out, comedies, decent comedies, 
were a regular in the in the film industry. Yeah. Not uh, anymore. After that reign of terror, like find a decent comedy these days. Like it's it's really tough because there's definitely movies I've seen. I'm like, okay, these are this is funny, and but you know it it it's it's few and far between the comedies that I actually look at yeah. that comes out new and be like, oh, that was actually a very funny movie because <laughs> unfortunately, comedy and this is almost counterproductive, but yeah. comedy uh, movies particularly, they're. They're not always about telling jokes. No. Uh, a lot of them are now kind of... I, I would almost say cringe. Well, there's that, but I mean, just in general, like, the comedies I like aren't people sitting around just yucking it yeah, up, you know? Yeah. Like, there's usually a story involved that, you know, that's kind of like, oh, this is a comedic situation. You oh, know? like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. We, we always... That's our, that's our go-to for the... Kind of the perfect comedy. Like, yeah, it's because it, it focuses at least uh, mainly on a story, a, a story like if you it wouldn't take too hard to make this a thriller. It would take maybe one rewrite where you just get rid of the funny people or or horror. Yeah. Um, same <clears throat> thing with Back to the Future. Like, yeah, Back to the Future is clearly a comedy. They, they play it for laughs. But yep. uh, this is a movie that could just as easily have been. Like a regular science fiction movie or something yep. like that, but because it's focusing on like, all right, we're gonna tell a decent story, and then the comedy is almost like, all right, uh, this is just a more of an atmosphere of comedy as yeah. opposed to, you know, like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna sit down and we're gonna do uh, what's popular now, Paris Hilton. All right, yeah. let's shoehorn her, shoehorn her in here somewhere. Yeah, you could shoehorn her. Shoehorn her. I like Paris Hilton. Maybe one. <laughs> uh, to use this movie as an example. Uh, like, it's really hard to, you know, say what the the story really is about this, because it's just a series of almost, almost disjointed scenes that are tangentially, uh, like, stapled together at the, I guess, at the, in the editing room. Like, almost any, there was a few times where I would get mad at the movie yeah. a little bit, because... <clears throat> Um, uh, there was, there was, after all the madness of them, how the movie started, yeah. um, we end up in, uh, this, like, snowy Narnia place, you know, and it's, yeah. like, the first time that, like, alright, you know, people are actually sitting here talking, like, yeah, they're, they're cracking yucks, yeah. but they're actually sitting here talking, and then, like, it only goes on for two minutes before they're doing a Cribs parody, I'm like, why? Like, yeah. just let the story, just, I, you're doing a parody story that... Tell the story, tell the parody story, like, yeah. stop trying to, like, do pop culture references. And, and that's, that's really the thing, is that, uh, you know, it, it's, what, I wonder what the swan song for this, uh, this industry of films was, like, what was, what movie came out that really, uh, kinda made people think, oh, man, they lost, they lost their thunder. Well... Here's the thing, um, so we can point this back to not another team movie because it was, I think, yeah. technically uh, of this current generation of, yeah. of this 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 specific time and place. It was the first one to come out. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that that I can remember. At and least. then I think, like, not more than a year later, came a Scary Movie. Really scary? I thought Scary Movie came first. I think I I, th I could be wrong in my in my. Uh, in my timeline, but I, I I thought that scary movie 
came after not I mean either way um, yeah either way like you know they're around the same time but scary movie had uh, somewhat talented writers yeah um, it had somewhat talented writers and uh, director um, the yeah. the Wayans brothers yeah uh, and it's not a great movie I no. would go as far to say it's not a good movie but it's a movie that I like it's a movie yeah. that I appreciate yeah. and then scary movie 2 was to me not as good a lot of people still like it that's fine same directors same or the same at the very least same writers yeah and so there is still some funny parts to it and then scary movie 3 they were like all right i think they they kind of saw where the trends of movie were there was this time we're going yeah and they just jumped ship yeah and and by then there were at least two or three knockoff uh series of movies that that were kind of riding their coattails. Yeah, I remember. Oh, go ahead, please, please go ahead. I and, don't remember uh, this memory. <laughs> what's that? I don't remember this movie, so go ahead. So the uh, the uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. So the first knockoff that I saw uh, of scary movie uh -oh. was um, Shriek. If you know what I did last Friday the fourteenth or something. God. Oh my goodness! Didn't you show me that one? As I well? did, and, and didn't we both conclude that it wasn't that bad? Yeah, it? we we because this was after all waiting through all the shit. I was like, yeah. you know what, this isn't good. But I laughed more at this than I did in something like Meet the Spartans. You know? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> that's all this podcast gonna be just me going. <sighs> but like this, that was when things just kind of started falling apart because it was showing yeah. that hey. Uh, scary movie was very popular. It like you know it, it made a lot of money at the box office. Yeah. So parody movies are back in uh, vogue. <clears throat> there was parody movies before then. I mean, oh Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Had, it had cornered the industry for decades. And then he lost his touch because well, he's in his nineties now. Yeah. Um. But that's no excuse for uh, for men in tights. No excuse. <laughs> or. Uh... Or Dracula. Uh, Dracula, dead and loving it. I haven't seen that since it first came out. I didn't like it when it first came out. And I have a hunch that it's not going to be as bad as I, I. I watched it again. And it was like it was okay. So I mean, I don't like Young Frankenstein. I think it's overrated. I like it. I know. I, I but I recognize it as the OG. Like this is how you're supposed to do parody movies. This yeah. is a. Yeah. This is almost a perfect parody movie. Even though I don't personally enjoy it I yeah. do see it for being this is the way to do it hey, it's it's not your cup of tea but you you do see that it is you know the structure of how the movie is made is far superior than a lot of the parody movies that have come out and then you know so he was he had the market for a while like you know yeah history of the world you know which was basically just another parody of, of epic movies yeah it, it, no shit um, and that was a that was a funny movie. I like that movie yeah, a lot. I would say that might be his best movie. That or Spaceballs. Spaceballs was good. I, I've actually gone back and been like, Spaceballs is still funny, but I, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm seeing the cracks in it. You know, I, I I've watched it too many times growing up. That's, uh, that's probably fair too. Yeah. And uh, it's it, it it I think it's aged fine, but I think it's uh you know I just know every joke. Um, so then we had the Zuckers came in with, uh, Airplane. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, which was a fantastic, uh, parody movie. And, and Naked Gun. Naked Gun, which was, uh, like, 
also Zucker Brothers, I think, um, or the Zuckers, but, uh, it was like a springboard because this was like, you know, Airplane was like, I think, Leslie Nielsen's first comedic role. And yeah. that led to the Police Squad TV show, yep. which then uh, led to the Naked Guns. And the Naked Guns were really funny. All three of them were really funny. Yeah. Um, some better than others, of course. But uh, then they started doing parody movies of more things just with... Uh, like, there was a while where Leslie Nielsen was just yeah. in all these ridiculous parody movies. Oh, yeah. Like, wrongfully accused or spy yeah. hard. Yeah. Oh, and those are the... The good of the bad ones. Yeah. Uh, I think th the last one I can remember, I know he was in Stan Helsing, you said. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, the it's last one, I, yeah. The last one I remember is, uh, it, it was, I think, a Men in Black parody. <laughs> I didn't even know. It was bad. Oh, boy. I, I, I have to see it now. And, uh, but, you know, for those of you out there that didn't know, uh, and I didn't know for a very long time, yeah, before Leslie Nielsen was in all these comedy movies, he was a dramatic actor. Mm -hmm. I, I think he, uh, I, the only thing I've ever seen him in before that was like some kind of old, like 1950s, 1960s sci-fi movie. Oh, Forbidden Planet, I think. I think yeah, I think so. Um, and, but yeah, it, it's kind of funny because if I remember, they hired uh, for Airplane, they, they wanted Leslie Nielsen um, because... He was very serious and deadpan and had a very serious, uh, yeah. like, you know, reputation or not reputation, but like he was a somewhat dramatic actor. Yeah. And they were like, all right, you know, can you do comedy and but you know still be serious while you're doing it? And it was just like it, it was it was like finding just the the catching that that lightning in a bottle. You yeah. Know? It was like, wow, did you find the perfect actor for it? Yeah, and it's. I wonder if that was just kind of a, a thing that he'd, he'd always wanted to do and was never given the opportunity, and given the opportunity, he just knocked it out of the park. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny because, like, uh, Scary Movie 3, where they'd stop, you know, they they they, they stopped having the Wayans brothers and uh, started, like, just it really started, really started going yeah. downhill fast. Yeah. Um, Leslie Nielsen was in that. And yeah. it was, to me, it's almost like he's passing the torch to a different a young generation but it was a like he must have passed it the wrong way because that that torch got out of control very I, quickly he passed the torch to the to, to the next generation and the next generation tripped and fell into a puddle he passed the torch to the next generation which was old gasoline hands yeah. and <laughs> it just it just spiraled out yeah. of control like these movies um, and I'm picking on epic movie because there was a time where I thought, oh, this was this one wasn't bad. And I, after I was watching now, I'm like, man, yeah, it's bad. Like, man, it is very bad. Like the parts that I remember laughing at, I still laugh at. But I'm like, there was only two parts. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, and usually it's never more anything more than a, a snicker mm -hmm. or or a chuckle. Like, I, <laughs> like okay, that's yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they'll they'll like, I, it's funny we're 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 kind of beating around the bush here because we are talking about the environment that led to the disaster of Epic Movie. Yeah, and we have not engaged with the movie itself too much. Uh, it, it's there's nothing really to engage with. It's it, it's like trying to you know it's like trying to nail Jello to the wall. But we would not be the men we are today if we didn't at least attempt to figure out. What was wrong with Epic Movie? And then, 
maybe maybe we can figure out what was wrong with the whole parody movie genre, and yeah. then maybe we can start to heal. <laughs> well, I, I think we we know what was wrong specifically with this movie is that there was absolutely no focus. Yes, I can agree. The focus, the lack of or lack thereof, um, yeah. is a big problem with a lot of with, with a lot of these movies because yeah. they were just more focused on doing uh, like just doing shtick after shtick after shtick of what's popular as opposed to like actually doing anything of substance yeah it, it was like if you had if if you just had a group of SNL writers who wrote a bunch of skits or sketches and then made that into a movie it's almost like um watching an episode of SNL but there's a they're trying to bridge each of the sketches together yeah. as one complete work. Yep. And then that's it. And the writing is lazy. The writing is beyond lazy. Uh, but again, I mean, these two con artists were just, uh, like, you know, just putting this stuff out there and just like, all right, what's going to be funny? I know, we'll have Paris Hilton. All right, what else is funny? What's popular right now? Mel Gibson. All right, we'll put him in yeah. jail, you know. <clears throat> oh. Well, I... I I, I do, I do note that these series of movies were very popular during the the opioid epidemic boom. <laughs> so maybe that ha that does some have that does have some uh, drugs know. or what's needed. Is that yeah. doesn't even just say it. you need to be on drugs to enjoy a movie like this. Not not just drugs, the strongest, but life ruining <laughs> drugs. Yeah, you have to it, be. You have to ruin your life in order to enjoy this movie. Like you really have to. Like, wait, like, do you want to watch Epic Movie and for it to be funny? Yeah? There are side effects of this, so... <laughs> Alright, you wanna watch this movie? Yeah. Alright, uh, smile. Yeah. Alright, too many teeth. You have to come back when you have lost at least three <laughs> teeth. Like, this is... That's the level of high you have to be. Like, these are movies that, um... Alright. We're, we're not being objective here. <laughs> We, we, we have uh, to, like, I really want to dissect this movie. I want to, like, this movie's lying dead on the slab. I want right. to cut this bastard open <clears throat> and find out what, what killed it. Like, we can say lack of focus because that is true. Uh, that yeah. is a, like, <clears throat> yeah. that, that was running through this guy's lower intestine. <laughs> and, you know, it probably did the most damage. But uh, I, I, I like to think that there's way more things that were wrong so with this you, guy. So you, you want a complete prognosis of what went wrong. Yeah, the, imagine, you know, I guess the, the cadaver is a little dark, but um, your <laughs> the, the light comes on in your car. Yeah. And the mechanic's like, all right, well, uh, here's your problem. And, you know, he's like, but also there's, uh, we have, to, you know, you worry about this, you have to worry about that. Like, right now this movie is on the racks. And all right. <laughs> So what killed? So what killed it? Like what uh, were all the all the things that were wrong with this movie? Uh, all right. So lack of focus. That's number one. Yeah. Tink. And you know, underline. We're gonna put a nice star next to it. Yeah. La lack of focus. Uh, uh, too uh, too many pop culture references. Yes, I can agree with that. Like it, it is. You can almost date this movie to the month. Oh, I said it. I said it was a time capsule. Like ten minutes in, I'm like yeah. this movie was a time yeah. capsule. Like, I guess this was popular now. Even movies that weren't super popular were in there, like Click. Yeah. yeah. Like Click was a fine movie, but that that came and went. Yeah, it wasn't a huge movie. It wasn't like uh, like Lord of the Rings or anything like that. You know, yeah. or you know, it, it was just oh, this was just a little comedy. 
And still, they're like, nope, uh, we need a deus ex machina. This, a, is a, this is going to be a major plot point. Yep. Like, this is how they win. Yeah. So, I, I'm going to go, so we have pop culture references, which is another big one, because that's yeah. very annoying. Yeah. Um, but I have another really big one, which is, uh, kind of goes back to part one, or the first thing with focus is timing. Um, hmm. There's... And I don't mean that the comedic timing's off, which it was. There was a yeah. lot of moments where I was like, oh, well, that joke should have been quicker, you know, or, yeah. like, that is a funny idea, but why... Why, why include that? Why am I not laughing? Yeah. Um, so, I think a problem was, you know, definitely the timing of the actors I, and the directors and the editors. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. But also, uh, a joke didn't have any room to breathe, really. Um goes back to the old adage I've heard from uh, Matt Groening, just too much funny isn't funny. Yeah. And this movie kind of does that. Like, you can have, uh, you'll have something that's a little uh, funny, but then they'll just start throwing in so much stuff one second after another that you don't really have time to laugh, except for when they think a joke is really gonna land, and it doesn't, and there's yeah. that awkward uh. silence. You know, they're like, oh, people are gonna be laughing hysterically at this reference, and then it'll just be, hmm, everyone looking around, reacting. And you, and, and about half the time, the, the big, uh, the big showstopper is, uh, some character doing something, uh, to the beat of whatever the latest hip-hop song is. Oh, yeah. Ugh. There's a lot to dissect in here, but yeah. uh, we're gonna finish off with timing and also uh, this rolls into maybe part four, which is the slapstick wasn't funny, and there was a lot of it. Yeah, and there. Here's here's the thing. There could have been like the slapstick was was funny, and there are times that uh, the it was it was uh, the timing was all right. I like I have a, you know a good example. I forget what her name is. She's in uh, like all, all these movies. Jennifer Coolidge. No, oh. uh, the the girl who was in uh, the first scary movie. That wasn't the same girl actually. That wasn't. No, that they were different actresses. Uh, that was. Um, oh, wow. They they both look a lot alike. I think I think that's why they hired her. Uh, um, but this girl was uh, Jama Jama Mays. Okay. And uh, yeah. like I remember there was a slapstick scene where where like she was hit with something and, uh, was kind of thrown from the screen. And then it just kind of followed her as she's flying through, uh, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I, I remember thinking that if they had just cut when she had left the screen, it would have been funnier. Mm-hmm. I, I think the slapstick goes, like, a little too far in some cases, like, um, yeah. uh, Tony Cox, I think it was, he was the, um, uh, he was the, the, uh, the servant of the white, uh, the white bitch, um... Oh, the, uh, the little person? Yeah, he, um, there was, like, she would abuse this guy, and, you know, yeah. it, it was, it would have been funnier if they, you know, like, kind of kept it simple, like, maybe she's just hitting him a little, or yeah. something like that, but, like, she'd hit him, and he'd just go flip-flying off the screen, I'm like, this is, like, I know this whole idea is to be stupid, but you can't even get the slapstick right, like... You're going too far with the slapstick that it's almost rubber bandy, you yeah. know? It, it, it's like they're living cartoons. And not good cartoons. Mm -mm. Um, uh, there's, I know there's lots of things that have been kind of talked about this, but let's go back to uh, good cartoons, like Tom and Jerry. Yeah. 
the slapstick in there is spot on. It's the gold standard. It it really is. Um, especially with, not just with the slapstick, but with timing in general. Yeah. Perfect. A plus. Um, but, like, when they get hit, I guess you could really feel the pain yeah. that they're going through. When uh, Tony Cox gets zapped and starts flying around, I don't feel that pain. It, it's not funny. Yeah. I, I know this is the sadist in me talking, but... It's not funny if it doesn't look like it hurts. It just looks stupid now. It, yeah, like, and, and I and you kind of bring up a good point because it looks like a lot of these, a lot of the times, there's just zero repercussions to these injuries. Yeah, the one, um, the one actress, uh, I forget her name in the movie. Um, I don't remember her name in general. Uh, she, yeah. in the beginning, in the Willy Wonka part of the movie. Um, she gets her head cut off. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, completely, like, covered in candy and everything, and then, like, a minute later, she's fine. I'm like, there is- that means like, there's no repercussions to anything. There's no solid foundation to anything. Not- not only was, uh, later on she was fine, I think it was literally the next, next shot. Yeah, the next sequence. Like, they didn't even ha pretend and have her, like, screwing her head back on yeah. or anything. Like, she's just in- the group with all of them, and then that's it. And I guess they probably did that to be like, no, see, she's fine, but I'm like, alright, if you can lose your head, then there's no threat, there's no standard, there's no yeah. foundation to this world. And if there's no foundation, you can't build anything on it. There, There's no stakes. Yeah. And if there's no stakes, there, like, it's hard to really have comedy with that. Uh, you do, like, it's not 100, it's not 100% important. But, you know, having investment in your characters in a comedy makes the comedy better. Mm -hmm. It's just the way it is, and it's like, okay, you don't want to really always feel like there's some danger, but the second you let that genie out of the bottle and be yeah. like, there's yeah. no danger whatsoever, um, then it's going to be less funny. Like, there could have been a way, maybe, where, like, they play by some sort of cartoon rules, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, like, let's go back to... Uh, Tom and Jerry. Go on. Uh, so yeah, there are times where, like, Jerry will just be cracked and yeah. you know, fall apart like shards of glass. Uh, yet, he still <laughs> worries about death <laughs> in yeah. those cartoons. Yeah. Like, there is one episode where he's begging and pleading, you know, You mean with Tom? Tom, yeah. Yeah, Jerry doesn't crack or fall. No. I mean, he gets hurt, but not enough. Um, not nearly as much as Tom. And so... Like, there are, like, there was episodes where he's, like, begging and pleading to not go to hell. Yeah. And, like, you know, even though he survived basically things that should kill him time and time again, yeah. there is still a level of foundation there, you know, that kind of shows, alright, you know, maybe he can survive this cartoon thing, but there is still something that can kill him. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, usually it's the plot. Yeah. I think it's, the plot is the only thing capable of killing a cartoon. And these people, like, at the end, they try to have a moment where they're being, like, killed. And, yeah. like, mm, the woman survived with her head being cut off. Like, yeah. is there, are, are we, how, how much can we be invested? Like, again, if they went all in and, like, people die and then kind of reboot, like, a video game or something like that. Something. Or, like, it might have been a little bit more fun, but it's also not what they were going for. They just wanted to tell a stupid joke. And yeah. it it kind of like they shouldn't have done it. Is all I'm saying. It, and it wasn't. It didn't really pay off anyway. Like it, it, the the dumb joke where 
Like, for example, we'll go back to the uh, cutting off of the head. Mm -hmm. Like, the like he cuts off her head and she goes into, like, some kind of candy vat and comes up as, like, a, uh, what was it, a, a sour, lemon, lemon, lemon sour head. Yeah, a lemon sour head. And it, it wasn't worth the joke. It, like, kind of destroying a, a form of, uh, uh, you know, destroying the stakes was not worth a, a lemon head joke. Yeah, no, not at all. Like... You, uh, they, they clearly showed that, like, oh, he's chasing this Willy Wonka character played by Crispin Glover's, yeah. chasing them around and hurting them, but yeah. they're just fine. They're always fine. So why are they running? Yeah, in fact, we never see, uh, until the end credits, uh, we never see Crispin Glover again. Yeah, and I have a feeling that those end credits were just there to stretch the movie out with, yeah. uh, yeah. With extra sequences that they're like, oh, we didn't find a place for this, so... Well, you, you have three hours of Crispin Glover dancing like an <laughs> asshole in, on film. You gotta use it somewhere. Yeah, you gotta utilize your Crispin Glover. Yeah. And they utilize the Crispin Glover enough. I, I think, uh, of the... Of the actors they utilized, they probably did the best with Chris, Crispin Glover. Yeah, and... Don't worry uh, about that. Okay, good. I was worried about it. Um... But, uh, so... So we can just kind of wrap all these together yeah. into, uh, like, no foundation for comedy. Can't build anything without a foundation. Yeah. And, uh, this is just a tip of the iceberg. Yeah, that, it's, it, yeah, the, the problems extend far more than that. I will, okay, let, let's, so let's start talking maybe positives. And, lead, and this can lead into the negatives, because we're still dissecting this movie. Whoa. Not, you know, it, not everything in this car is bad. Maybe there's a, like, maybe there's, there's, oh, you have the windshield wiper fluid up. It's not going to affect the performance overall, but good. Good for you. Maybe there's a ladybug in this bucket of ticks. Yeah. <laughs> so our ladybug here is, um, I, I, I think the acting was fine. For the most part. As, as good of... Uh, as much as you can be with the writing they were given. Yeah, like, Cal Penn, he's, he's trying, you know? Yeah. Like, I even like the, it's not laugh-worthy, but uh, even when they, like, oh, I'm the white bitch at the White Castle, and, you know, like, oh, I think yeah. I've been there before. Like, yeah. And he delivers it fine. Not good. <laughs> yeah. And he's fine. He, his reactions are usually fine. Everything's usually fine. The, the Jama Mays, she's fine. The other actress, um... I can't remember her name. Mm. Uh, she's fine. The, the other guy is fine. Um, Crispin Glover is good. Yeah. Uh, Fred uh, Willard, he's probably the best part of the movie. He's good. Like, the acting was not terrible, you know. No, it wasn't. And uh, you could, you could kind of tell this was a paycheck movie for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. Even Tony Cox, you know, he does fine. He does fine yeah. with his role. But this kind of, uh, like, now we have to look at the other side. Like, all right, so we know it wasn't the actors. We know it wasn't the performances. Yet, yeah. um, there's only so much you can do to to save, you know, a, yeah. a thing. Like, no matter how good they are, you know, could they have been any better in doing what they did? No, no, I, I think they they gave the best performance they could. It, it's it, you can only you can only polish shit so be, so much, <laughs> like 
one thing I was kind of not surprised but enjoyed looking at uh, was like Cal Penn just kind of really went for it with a lot of scenes. Like yeah. there's a port where he's eating shit. Um, it's it's supposed yeah. to be a chocolate river, but it's the septic tank. Yeah, and he really just goes all in with it, like <laughs> chocolate, you know. And it's like okay, he's he's trying his best. Yeah, it's the I I. I Think of the funniest person you can, and I think even that person would have trouble making this funny. Like I'm thinking, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about the guy they had play Samuel L. Jackson, mm -hmm. and, and how, how probably he, uh, like how wooden his delivery was, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, because I have a feeling like the direction these guys give is probably not the best either. No. I, nah. <laughs> like I said there's, there's, this is just all big con. Yeah. And so, uh, but we know that, like, so the acting we can't really give a bad no mark on. Like we have oh, to for for for, for the, the star, for the for the talented actors at least. Um. So, like, all right, let's uh, like, so you know what isn't the problem. Yeah. Um. But then there's another problem that kind of comes off this with the. Uh, and it goes back to that same chocolate uh, river scene, where he's eating the chocolate. And you know exactly, as soon as he yeah. says it, you know what the joke is. They even have corn in it, so you know yeah. he's eating shit. And then they say, "Oh no, that's just the septic tank." And they and the sad thing is they don't even say it that concisely. Yeah, it might have been better if they didn't keep on explaining the jokes. And even then. Like, were the jokes that good? Like, do most people have a septic system flowing through their, uh, buildings? No. They also don't have chocolate rivers, but... Uh, fair enough. But, no, I get, like... If they would just maybe cut back a little bit on trying to explain the joke... Yeah. Like, I, I've talked about this before, the whole secret to comedy, like, you know, tell the audience what you're gonna do, then do it, then tell them it's been done. You know, like... It like... No part of that, like, tell the audience what you've been, doesn't have yeah. to be 100%, oh, he just ate shit, you know, <laughs> it doesn't have to be that. Yeah. You know, you can just be, oh, <laughs> oh, and yeah, that would that'd be yeah. fine, you yeah. know. Uh, but then again, if, I, I have the feeling the directors were, were like, you know what, if people are paying money to see this movie, they're not the smartest to begin with, so let's explain the joke to- for them. Yeah, and this happened a lot in the movie, yeah. where they would tell a joke, and then they would kinda... They would kinda, Linger on it. Yeah, and they just kinda like, keep going with it. I mean, there was another really... Not really, really, you know, grading on a curve. There was a somewhat funny sequence where, um... Which actually was done well, I thought, where, uh... uh Jack, uh, Captain Jack Swallows is trying to, <laughs> trying to beat people with, uh, Cal Penn. And it's clear that the guy has a dummy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And then he drops it and then, like, a little bit over, Cal Penn, you know, stands up and it's like, yeah, yeah that's fine. It's actually harkens back a little bit to the, uh, the Naked Gun movie. Yeah. You know, where, uh, it's clear that they're just holding a, a dummy at the time. Mm -hmm. And, and if you, uh... If you mishandle a dummy, uh, the right way on film, it could, you know, it, it exaggerates things just right. Mm-hmm. And so that was, 
you know, that was, that was fine, but, uh, they also would, like, take similar jokes and then they would just stretch it out. Yeah. And then it would just, like you said, they would linger for so long on such a, such a joke that wasn't funny to begin with, but now that you've, you've done this, it's even more f not funny. Or, yeah. was chuckle-worthy to begin with, but because you waited too long, like, your timing was all- I guess this all goes back to timing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it brings me back to, uh, like, the- the only- the one good joke we heard on that one, uh, stand-up comedian special. Oh, yeah. And the- and how he ruined it. Uh, we're not do, gonna- Do we even want to say who it was? I'm gonna say who it was, but we're not gonna tell the joke. Okay. Um, but we will say it was Dana Carvey. Yeah. Ooh. And it was just, Ooh. it was not a very good stand-up special. A very good stand-up. It was awful, actually. It, it, it made bad. me question my own, uh, my own life. Uh, that was, that was another, uh... I shouted at the yeah, screen. Yeah, that, that was another viscous black hate experience for you. <laughs> and, you know, at the very end, he tells a joke and it's like, Oh, and I would tell you to seek it out, but don't. No. But, uh... But he, he tells a joke and, you know, he goes on with this sketch for too long, but then he accidentally backs into a funny joke. Yeah. And then he ruins it by not letting the joke be, you know, lie, trying to add yeah. more to it. And yep. it's like, well, you ruined the only good joke you had. You, you, what, you, you, you had it and you just you ruined it. Like, like it was such, like, it, it, it kind of... It snapped you out of it a little bit. Like, it was like, holy shit, a good joke? Like, oh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, that's like, actually pretty fun. Oh, uh, uh, no. Yes. Yeah, you had to keep going. Had you just stopped. Now, here is the big question. Like, we've, we've gone through, we've tinkered, we pulled everything out. Yeah. And we know that it all boils down to, uh, like, this movie, epic movie. There's not unwritten rules, but usually comedy does have, like, some sort of basis of, uh, rules that, you know, you see time and time yeah. again. Um, and this movie just said, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. And decided against it, and, like, even though they tell a funny joke every now and again, like, maybe twice, like, usually it's because they follow the rules and they don't yeah. linger, they don't do, but... But, that being said, was this movie a better experience or a worse experience than Master of Disguise? Oh, I know. I'm putting you on the yeah, spot. That that that's that's hard. I I want to say they're they're that's it's on par. <sighs> that's see. Here's the thing. I haven't made my decision yet. Okay. Um, but I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this out uh, as uh, as empirically as I can. All right. I'm gonna lay this out and just I'm be not like, gonna like this. So, Master of Disguise made me question my own sense of humor. Yeah. Master of Disguise made me depressed when I was done. Yeah. This movie kind of made me depressed, but not as much. But on the other side, Master of Disguise had a little bit more focus, and I might have laughed a couple more times in it yeah. than an epic movie. I, I think the reason why uh, we're we're not as distraught after uh, watching epic movie than we, as we were when we watched uh, Master of Disguise. I think we, we've become a little bit inured. I, I think we've be you know we've calloused ourselves a bit against some of these uh, you know abominations. 
Yeah. And uh, I, I think if we were to watch Master of Disguise a second time, which we were not doing a ever, second time and ever, this is like my third time. Well, but go on. You, yeah, you think it, they would have a better positive experience? I, well, no. <laughs> uh, but I do think we'll we'll come out of that. Uh, not as wounded as we did the first time. I agree. I think that we wouldn't be as wounded, but let's not forget that I still spread viscous black hate at the Dana Carvey special. Oh, well, yeah. So, I, I do think that I might still react negatively uh, to Master of Disguise. Well, yeah, because Dana Carvey's in it. We can't fix that. Was, so. was the- you saw the Dana Carvey special twice. Yes. Was it better or worse the second time? It was just as bad. So I, I think that taking that, ta you know, taking that logic, that the Dana Carvey special was just as bad, yeah. that the Dana Carvey movie might be just as bad. Uh, maybe. It's... I, I think, I don't think we'll come out of it depressed as much as angry. Okay, that's fair. It, um... Like, I, I still don't know which one is a, would be a better experience for and me. No, I don't know either. It's, it's... It's so hard when people say, no, at the apple with the oranges. Like, no, it's a comedy movie to another comedy movie. Yeah. Shut your fucking yeah. trap. Now, which of these, <laughs> you son of a bitch? Oh, just hey. thinking about Master of the Scar just making me angry. Now, the, the reason I said it was on par is because I think I had the same amount of laughs, uh... In, in Master of Disguise that, that I did uh, with Epic Movie. I, Master of Disguise might be just a smidge worse, like just barely over the line worse, because I think it's more cringy than, mm. uh, than Epic Movie is. That's true. Like, Epic Movie is dumb, but uh, Master of Disguise can get pretty cringy. Like, I can't blame Epic Movie for the entire epidemic of parody movies. No. It was just one of the symptoms of it. Yeah. So on its own merits, uh, I'd probably say that Epic Movie is brighter, more colorful, um, and... It doesn't- it has better talent involved in the actors. Yeah, that- that- and that- that I think is the, uh... Yeah, the- the big difference is that... Master- or, uh, Epic Movie, these actors are- you know, they were hired on, they were given this- this piece of paper with a turd on it and mm -hmm. told to act out, uh, what they the read. Turd, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they- they did the best they could, and I- I can't blame them for that. Uh, Dana Carvey, I per, I'm pretty sure, wrote- Yeah, this was a passion project yeah, for him. like, he wrote this movie as well as starred in it, and it's bad from start to finish, from pre-production to post-production, <laughs> there was nothing good. So, one last thing, uh, about these two is, yeah. I had two different reactions to Dana Carvey- Projects, um, yes, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, or, yeah, you yeah and this, an epic movie. So, I shouted and screamed at the uh, the, the stand-up special. Yes, you did, and maybe even at the we'll say Master of Disguise just by by uh, transference. And then you had to punch that kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had it coming. Um, but epic movie, I had an almost equal but opposite reaction. Yeah, where. At the height of the lunacy, where Jennifer Coolidge is walking around with a fucking octopus over her head, yeah, playing fucking uh, uh, booty, booty, booty yeah. songs, and uh, scratching a record like a DJ, like with her tentacle. I started laughing 
Like, I, I broke down laughing as the same way that the Joker breaks down laughing in Batman 89. Okay, I, I was gonna go more for... Uh, in, uh, Evil Dead 2. Okay, when, that's uh, fair. When, uh, when Ash, like, all the room starts laughing at Ash, and, uh, <laughs> he, he's so insane that he starts scream laughing as well. That's yeah, why I kind of- Yeah, that, that's fair. I, we'll go with that. Um, so, which is better? Because that actually makes more sense, because, um, I do the scream laugh for Epic Movie, yeah. but then I did the shout of fear at the Dana Carvey special. <laughs> Well, he, he, I, I think it comes more towards, uh, yeah, you know, the more, it's more about the, the person responsible. Like, I think, uh, you know, with Epic Movie, you know these are just actors who are doing their best to do their job, uh, and, and act out the part they were given so they can get paid. Dana Carvey, you are looking at the man responsible for the travesty. <laughs> so, yeah, I think what it comes down to is... I'd rather be Ash laughing and having a good time with the lamp yeah. than Ash <laughs> screaming in fear yeah. and anger Fair right enough. afterwards. So I, I, I guess Epic Movie just, just a smidgen better. It yeah. Out. yeah, squeaked out. I mean, if I if I think of the 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 parody movie genre in general, yeah. then unfortunately it can't get the pass because it, like we said. It poisoned movies yeah. for a very long time. Yeah, yeah uh, I think and still we're still to this day. Yeah, I think we're still kind of in the aftermath of that. They poisoned the well, and we still every now and again, like we we have to drink that poison. <laughs> yeah, like it, it poisoned the well, and every once in a while, the uh, you know the the movie industry is still a little bit weak yeah. from it. Still has to. That's to take a little bit of laudanum. We, we, they poison the well, and the movie industry still has dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it has dysentery, all right. So, whew. This was therapy. Yeah, On was. that note, epic movie. Dog shit. Don't watch it. There's two funny scenes, and I told Esper, and if they were worth it. No. And they were not, no. Even now, I'm like... Man, like, if you can find a YouTube compilation of all the Fred Willard stuff, you'll probably get all the fun you have out of it. Yeah. Uh, it's that's not about all it. the laughs, but it is probably the only part of the movie that's okay. Uh, yeah. no, not okay. It's the only part of the movie that... It's the only part of the movie. You're walking on a floor of mouse traps, yeah. and... Fred Willard represents the spot on the floor where the mouse traps have already gone off and they don't hurt your feet. That that is that is kind of what his structure of the movie is. At the end of the day, Fred Willard won't hurt your feet. Yes. So, give it a watch. <laughs> four out of four stars. No. no it was, it was awful. If I like this, this, this gets. This is ten out of ten farts. Nine out of ten farts. Really? Nine out of ten because there's still like ten out of ten is like a perfect fart right. movie. There's fart. The, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So yeah, no, I'd say I don't know what a ten out of ten fart movie is. Well, I'll do nine out. I'll do nine out of ten as yeah, well. Yeah, nine out of ten farts. That's what it's, I did. It's uh, the lowest rating I've ever given to anything like, uh, in the new rating system. But uh, boy, oh boy, I guess Gummo for me would be ten out of ten farts. Yeah. Actually, I can't. I don't even know. Like Gummo is a different beast entirely. But we're not going to get into that. Um, no. But, uh... That's the movie I'm picking next. I mean, he- he could. 
Uh, you deserve it. <laughs> I will take this penance. Uh, we all have our crosses to bear. <laughs> like, and no. then you, then the one after that is you marry an axe murder. Ugh. Or I married an axe murder. Uh, so I married an axe murder. Yeah. yeah. An ox Hello. An, an ox murder. Um, <laughs> that's a different movie. <laughs> so I have an ox here that I wish to eat. <laughs> As you murdered a, my ox, you uh, son of a bitch. Dur, 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 Hello! Dur, dur, dur. I don't know why it's Indiana Jones. <laughs> I don't know either. We've lost our minds. Uh, yeah. I'm being waxing poetic over here about my cross to bear. And it's like, no, you do not get to wax poetic no, you, and use big things. You fucked up, Mark. It, it, the, the idiom cross to bear implies that Christ uh, nailed himself to it. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Like, I... I, I chose this specifically because we had never watched a movie, uh, a, a comedy this bad on the show before. Yeah. If we have, it's been a very long time. And I, I felt that this was the perfect movie to talk about this tsunami, this phenomenon of absolute horridness. Yeah. Um, and... <sighs> so yeah, epic movie's not very good. Doo-doo. So, um, I guess that's the show, everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll get him next time. Yeah, we'll knock him, we'll knock him dead. Yeah, just, uh, just, yeah. The next one's gonna be even better. Yeah, just stick with us. <laughs> Maybe this movie had, does have us questioning things. Yeah, just... I, I, it, it'll get better from here. <laughs> Alright, take these, everybody. A toodaloo. I don't hold a little SOBs. <laughs>